Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, here we go. It is a Tuesday. It may be raining, but nothing but hot takes. Live in L.A., it's The Herd. Wherever you may be, however you may be listening, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1. I kayak to work today. It is crazy in Los Angeles. Be safe. Uh, never seen anything quite like it. I'm from the Pacific Northwest, so this is what we call Tuesday. Uh, but in Los Angeles, it's strange. A lot of visitors in town from Texas and Georgia flying back. Some happy, some not. J-Mac is joining us. Nick Wright next hour. Hurt Hierarchy, our final regular season. Hurt Hierarchy. A lot of push and pull with the staff on this one. It's going to be very contentious. Um, heating up. We talked about this yesterday. There's going to be a coach fired here every couple days. And the names, J-Mac? Woo! Toasty. exciting. Yeah. Getting- Not even the biblical downpour here <laughs> out in L.A. could get me down. Uh, very exciting NFL offseason ahead. Oh, can't wait. So the Broncos are going to interview Harbaugh. According to Tom Pelissero, Denver's owners, the new owners, want to go big. Landing Harbaugh is, right now, the leader in the clubhouse. So now I've said before, I would prefer that Harbaugh stays at Michigan. I think he's much more valuable to college football, a sport I love. But if he goes NFL, Denver is going to talk to Sean Payton and Harbaugh. I think Harbaugh's a better fit in Denver. I'll tell you why, and I'll get back to Sean Payton. Is that Harbaugh's calling card, college and pro, he builds strong offensive lines and run games. He did it at Stanford. He did it at the Niners. He did it at Michigan, three for three. That's what he does. Builds all lines and builds run games. And I think that's the way out of this mess for Denver is that you rebuild the O-line. It's what Jim does. 
Javante Williams, an emerging star running back, got hurt. He returns. You got your back. And then you ask Russell Wilson to use his mobility like he asked Andrew Luck to, Colin Kaepernick to, Alex Smith to. Harbaugh's had the mobile quarterback, and he's always done it the same way. We got a blueprint for Jim. Denver's the blueprint. Now, Sean Payton would change the identity, but I think he would eventually be frustrated with Russell Wilson's limitations as a pocket quarterback. Drew Brees and Payton were simpatico with everything. Their personalities, the way they saw the world, the way they saw football and play design. This isn't the fit for Sean Payton, in my opinion. Sean Payton has had the ability to take good quarterbacks and elevate them. Good young quarterbacks. Good Harbaugh's won sometimes despite issues at quarterback. And there's a real possibility, I don't believe this, but many do, that Russell Wilson is way past his prime and that he's totally limited. I've seen Harbaugh win that way a lot, multiple places. Harbaugh and Payton are two different personalities and two different culture setters. And this is something else I think about. Denver is locked into Russell. Russell Wilson is not built at this point in his career to beat Mahomes and Herbert in shootouts. How do you beat Mahomes and Herbert? Specifically Mahomes. Bully ball. Run games. Keep him on the bench. That's the only way you're going to beat Mahomes. Russell's not going to outduel him. He can't outtrack, meet him. He can't out. That's not what he does at this point in his career. The way to beat Mahomes or any great quarterback, the way to beat Marino, uh, the way to beat, you know, Aaron Rodgers in his prime, keep him on the bench, build run games. It's what Harbaugh did at Stanford when they beat Pete Carroll as a 40 point underdog. They played keep away. It's how he beat the Seahawks with Kaepernick. It's. How he just beat Ohio State the last two years at Michigan. Jim's style is perfect for Denver. And the way out of this mess, bully ball, power run games, not that clever, don't outthink the room, physicality, obsessed with winning football and playing power football. That's what Jim does. That is what Jim does. I think it's a perfect fit for him. Now, now, now my second choice there would be Sean Payton. But this is where the Sean Payton stuff, as smart a football guy as I've ever met, gets interesting. So yesterday, Matt Stafford announced, Matt Stafford said, okay, uh, I am coming back to the Rams even if Sean Payton leaves. Okay, uh, Sean McVay leaves, my, my bad. This is where I think is the perfect fit for Sean Payton. There's four reasons why I think it's the perfect fit. I know Sean a little bit. Sean, ownership matters. A lot. We don't really know in that Walmart situation. They sent three, four different people to the microphone the day they introduced owners. Who's the owner? Rams have Stan Kroenke. Richest owner in the league. Doesn't meddle. Very aggressive. Number two, Les Snead, the general manager. Southern, easy to get along with. Like Sean Payton, hyper aggressive. Number three, Matt Stafford. When's the last time Sean Payton had a quarterback that could air it out downfield? He would love that. And number four is Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady may not be in the NFC much longer. This feels perfect. Now, I know a lot of you are saying, well, well, the, the, the Rams are in a rebuild. Well, so is Denver. <laughs> um, but not so fast. 
This is what I have submitted over and over. You trade Jalen Ramsey. Because if you sign Sean Payton, you have to give the Saints a first-round pick. Trade Jalen Ramsey, get a first and a fourth, give up the first to the Saints. You say, you can't do that. Yeah, you can. Of the top five Super Bowl favorites, one has a top ten corner. You know who's got a great corner? The Jets. The Rams. The Broncos have the top three in the league. None are sniffing the playoffs. Of the top five Super Bowl favorites, each has six, seven corners on their roster. That's 35 corners, right? Six, seven corners for five teams. Let's say 30 corners. One elite corner. Jalen Ramsey isn't winning you Super Bowls. You got to get the old line right. You got to get the weapons right. You got to get the left tackle right. And if you trade Jalen Ramsey and get a first and a fourth, then the Rams would have a second, a third, a fourth, two fifths, four sixths, a seventh. They'd have 11 picks. Plenty to build around. It's not a total rebuild. Like Denver, you got to get the offensive line right, but there are pieces here. The right tackle's excellent. The center's very, very strong. They drafted a guard last year. Third round got hurt. He'll start. Offensive line is not a reclamation project with the Rams. It is with Denver. But I look at Sean Payton here. The owner's aggressive, and it's a singular owner. The GM's aggressive. We're in Los Angeles. L.A.'s an aggressive city. The Dodgers are aggressive. USC went and got Lincoln Riley. They're aggressive. L.A.'s an aggressive business city. Okay, so to me, Harbaugh is a perfect fit. Bully ball is the way to save that mess in Denver. Sean Payton, if, if Sean McVay leaves, and, and there's a very reputable people saying he is, so I, I have not been told, I have sources in the Rams, I have not been told McVay's leaving. But there are many people who I trust who say that. So if McVeigh leaves, come on, bro, you gotta bring a you gotta bring a big resume into that room. You gotta bring in a Super Bowl trophy. You gotta bring in a personality. You gotta bring in a big brain. You can't go from Sean McVeigh to some first time head coach or a defensive guy. Not gonna work. When McVeigh walks out of that room, I'm going to tell you, that's a lot walking out of that room. That's a brain power. That's personality. That's presence. Sean McVay is hard to replace. Okay, you better bring in somebody with a resume, with a point of view that has success, that's got a shiny ring. You got to bring in somebody with power, with intellect. You got to go Sean Payton. Let me tell you something. You lose guys like McVay or Harbaugh at Michigan. You better not go get a coordinator and have him walk into the room and think that's going to work. No. McVeigh walks out, Peyton walks in, it works. So to me, now Matt Stafford says McVeigh leaves, I'm still here. That's great news for Sean Peyton. But remember, fit matters. Harbaugh's a better fit based on his resume in Denver. I think, and, and you know, so what? You trade Jalen Ramsey, you get a first and a fourth, and then you take that first pick, that first round pick, you have to give it to the Saints compensation. You still have 11 picks. You still have 11 picks. The Rams are not a total rebuild. Aaron Donald, Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, Brian Allen the center was healthy. Cam Akers has emerged. Some of the young receivers are in place. They need help. They got to go get, you know, they got to shore up the O-line a little on the left side. Denver's a rebuild. Harbaugh's made a career out of rebuild. Stanford was a disaster when he took it over. He played Pete Carroll in the Coliseum a couple years in. They were a 40-point underdog. 
They were terrible. The Niners were terrible. Michigan with Brady Oak was terrible. Sean Payton want to do a total rebuild? Really? Uh, I don't know. I don't think Sean Payton wants to do a total rebuild, and the Rams aren't. All right. We got a lot today. Herd hierarchy, our final regular season herd hierarchy. I got into this argument this morning. Do you have to be a playoff team to be in the herd hierarchy? They're not standings. It's very interesting. There's a team that did not make the playoffs I wrestled with. Well, what are you rolling your eyes at me? <laughs> what? What? It's not the Jets. I can assure you that. Yeah, I, I, it's obviously not the Jets, but I think the audience wants to know who could not make the playoffs but be one of the top 10 teams in the league. It's a team that has a lot of momentum going into next year that you loved yesterday. Oh, yeah. Let me guess. Detroit Lions? No. They're losing Ben Johnson. He's going to get a job. Who's the team that you love next year? Pittsburgh Steelers. Last month of the year. You think Miami's better than Pittsburgh? They're a playoff team. You think Seattle's better than Pittsburgh? Who's a quarterback for Miami? Are we talking Tua? Are we talking uh, Teddy Bridgewater? I'm not saying Pittsburgh's in. I'm saying that 10 spot, highly valued, very acclaimed. We went back and hey, forth. I'm just going to make a prediction. The Jets, based on this coming off season, will open the herd hierarchy at number 10 next year. Okay, let's. If start. I'm still on the show at that point. Okay, well, we'll, we'll take that into consideration. <laughs> see how the summer goes. Be sure to catch live editions of the herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's the herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. 
They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Property crimes like burglaries and package thefts spike over the winter, go to simplysafecolin.com, free indoor security camera, plus 20% off your order. So Georgia thumped TCU last night, fairly predictable, called it on this show. J-Mac did. Most people who follow college football knew. TCU emptied the emotional bag against Michigan. Michigan really lost the game, uh, outplay them, outgame them, out time of possession, more first downs. Michigan just booted it. And in the end, after an emotional win, TCU was left uh, completely outmanned by Georgia. It should be noted, if you go to the last five recruiting classes for Georgia, third, fourth, first, second, first. If you go to the last five recruiting classes for TCU, they're usually in the 40s and 50s. The college football national champion is crowned in December and in February, National Signing Day. The media loves Cincinnati getting in, pulling at your heartstrings, the underdog. They root for TCU or a Boise State or a Michigan State. The, the feel-good story. Recruiting is the gateway to national titles. That's why LSU, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, three best teams in the country right now that I've seen. Georgia, Bama, this is why I wanted Bama in. This is why I argued Bama in. Is this a beauty contest or we want the best teams? I want the best teams. I wanted Bama in. Everybody wanted TCU in. When Ohio State played Georgia, they matched up. Why? Because Ohio State's a recruiting power. Ohio State has three excellent offensive NFL linemen. They matched up with Georgia toe-to-toe. They've got first-round receivers, first-round corners, generally a great edge rusher. Ohio State can go toe-to-toe with Georgia, and if Georgia doesn't play well, and they didn't, they can beat them. If Harrison doesn't have that concussion, I think Ohio State beats Georgia. TCU had no chance. And everybody thinks the playoff is going to solve everything. No, it's not. It's going to make it worse. Football's a depth sport. College basketball, if you land the best high school player in the country, you can make the Sweet 16. You need layers and layers and transfer portals and multiple top 10 classes to compete with Georgia. Can you imagine a 12-team playoff where you get that spunky Cincinnati in and let's say they do shock the world and beat LSU. Yeah, they got Bama next, Georgia next, Texas, Oklahoma, somebody else next. Everybody thinks This playoff is going to be great for the little guy. No, it's not. It's like we used to think milk was wonderful. Now we make milk out of anything but dairy, nuts, oats. (laughs) The opposite is true. Everybody thinks the playoff will help the underdog. It'll embarrass the underdog. 
Because now you'll have to win another game and another game and another game against an NFL stack Southern roster or Ohio State or Notre Dame recruits. And I think USC is coming and Oklahoma is always viable. But everybody, everybody's absolutely sure that this 12th playoff team, they're going to gonna get boat raced by the SEC. Depth is crucial. That's why you see it in the NFL. The margins are so thin. It's often the healthiest team that wins. The Chiefs lost another tackle, lost in the Super Bowl, got blown out. The healthiest team often wins because the margins are close. And in the SEC, the difference between an LSU and a Bama and a Georgia next year with Brian Kelly now at LSU, going to be razor thin. The healthiest team's going to win. You know who's not going to win in the playoff? The heart-tugging underdog story that may, may, may pull off an upset and empty their emotional bag. But then they have to beat three more powerhouses to get there. Now's the closest way for the little guy to get in. TCU did. But you saw how they stacked up. So this idea, this media narrative about, oh, we love the Boise States. I don't. I don't. Boise State, go play up in Boise. That's fantastic. You know who I want my national championship? NFL bodies. I want Ohio State in. I want Michigan's. I want Georgia. I want LSU. I want Bama. I don't care about the story. I care about the football. And last night is the issue I have with the sport. Everybody in the world with a functional brain knows that TCU doesn't have the NFL bodies to play Georgia. It's a great story. It's not a great team. But Michigan played like crap. Michigan, Georgia. Georgia would have won. But it would have been competitive. Michigan's got great O-lines and great backs and NFL bodies. But, you know, I, sometimes it just cracks me up. You know, what you think is true. Milk is, does a body good. I don't know. They're making it out of oats and nuts now. I don't think it's that great. I get sick when I drink milk. I don't know. I know a bunch of people that are like, um, you know, can't handle milk. I don't know anybody that says, whew, oats make me sick. Just saying. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This Boy. is the Herdline News. Firing on all cylinders. Oh, my Gallagher. God. What if do I'm... you have against milk? Tell me you have milk in your I, cereal. All I know is when I drink milk, I'm sick. When I drink oats, I'm not. So are you a dry cereal guy? No, I'm an oat or almond guy. Oh, my gosh. Almond milk guy. Oof. Mm. Uh, quick note on last night. Obviously, with a month to prepare, I think that game is different. Last night. If, well, if this were last week's game, TCU well, again, playing Georgia in the first round. Well, Georgia would still beat they them. They would still win, but it's a lot closer okay. with a month to prepare fully healthy, and you can dial in a triple But in list. a playoff, you don't get a month. Well, it's in like, the first round, you will. Okay, great. But then then you have five more SEC teams to get through. Yes, you're you, not getting through the next couple rounds. But so, the first round, we could see ooh, some upsets. Yippee! Just like the... <laughs> a 12 beats a four. Yippee! <laughs> then you're going to... But a you're going to... It's going to give you six, seven blowouts like last night. I'm for the playoff because I want more college football. Yeah. It's just the stories that everybody tries you to buy into. Cincinnati's got no business being in a playoff. Well, remember, the transfer portal is is closing the gap a little bit. It not, is. A, not a ton. It is. Because I look at the transfer portal, and it seems the best players are transferring to Alabama. That's what I see. I don't know. Notre Dame just got maybe well, the Notre best quarterback Dame's on the market. A, well, Notre Dame's a powerhouse. Okay. Notre Dame's By a recruiting way, power. Keep an eye on Notre Dame for next year with Sam All Hartman. right. But I'm, don't, don't make Notre Dame into TCU. Notre no, Dame's no. an elite recruiting power. Yeah. Ohio State is. Michigan's pretty so, good. So you're looking at the Boise level, the Come TCU on, TC, level, I Cincinnati. Like I like Sonny Dyke's amazing. I'll put him in my national championship. I would, I would agree. That was... Eight minutes in, game was a blowout. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it wasn't. At one point, wasn't it 10-7 or something? For it like was 10-7, yeah. And then ten at 10 minutes? I think at 24-7, <laughs> I switched to watching Shooter 
Uh, Mark Wahlberg. Have you seen uh, that movie? No, heard very of underrated. Oh. Uh, I started watching that right. for like the seventeenth time. Okay. All right. First up, Jalen Hurts returned to action Sunday, helped lead the Eagles to secure the number one seed. Hurts, the shoulder injury did not look good. He had missed two games. I thought he had maybe a chance no. to get back in the MVP. This did not happen. Yeah. Here's Sirianni on Hurts and the injury. We didn't feel like there was more risk, but you know, I know he was hurting. He was hurting bad, and uh, but that's the kind of uh, competitor that he is. That's the kind of the uh, person that he is, and the kind of teammate and leader that he is. Um, that he was able to go out there and stick and, and tough through it. I had some things I had to battle within myself. I knew um, I wanted to be available available for my team. You know, it's, it's really tough being out, um, let alone, you know, taking some losses when you're out. So um, I want to be available for my team. You know, I, I really feel like if, if you want something, you got to do what you got to do to go get it. Yep. There you go. How you feeling about the Eagles, Colin? Go I think the Eagles to, uh, are going to win a lot of playoff games. I think the Giants are going to beat the Vikings. And I slept on it. Cowboys beat Brady. Well, if the Giants win, I think Eagles would play the Giants, right? The uh, top seed faces the lowest seed. And then so it'd be Philadelphia three. would win. Philadelphia is going to get a bye and then beat the Giants who beat the Vikings. I slept on it. Cowboys are beating the Bucks, and they're putting them away early third quarter. It's going to be a little well, lopsided. Quick question. Is Lane Johnson playing in that Giants-Eagles round three? Because that is the name to watch. I'm telling you, Colin. No, He's great. I know. No, no argument. Thibodeau, Leonard Williams... No Lane Johnson. That's a just be keep an eye on it. All right, next up, your Cowboys. You slept on it. You like the Cowboys. Well, Jerry Jones is not feeling great. They had that bad loss to the Commanders. I mean, Dallas played everybody, Colin. And they could not move the football. Defensively could not stop Sam Howell. Jerry Jones was not pleased with their performance and hopes the team can use it as motivation against TB12 and the Bucks. We get to suck on that all week. And uh, if that doesn't make you want to. Uh, get ready to go in about six, seven days, nothing else will. And that was as uh, uh, thorough butt-kicking as we've had this year. And uh, uh, we're going to find out if that'll get you ready or not. It uh, should with what these guys are made of. That's all i got to say. Cowboys have been very good this year off a loss. And it might, my rule, I was texting um, a coach last night about this, is that if you if you have a capable offense, a capable quarterback, and you get a humiliated, you almost always win the following week. These are professional athletes. They were embarrassed. Dallas was absolutely humiliated. That game wasn't even competitive. Watch Dallas come back. Dak didn't play well. Dak will play well against this Tampa team. Tampa can't run the football. They're totally one-dimensional. So Micah can pin his ears back and go get Brady. They don't run the football at all. It is an unbalanced offense with an old, immobile quarterback. Dallas is going to roll. Well, Tristan Wirfs is apparently healthy. And Tristan Wirfs against Micah Parsons, if he takes him out of the mix. Colin, I'm more curious. Where are you on the mindset of Dak, who was not good in the playoff game last year, and McCarthy, who was abysmal and could be coaching for his job? I think they'll compartmentalize it. They'll use the Washington performance, be totally focused against the Tampa team that has been anemic offensively for the entire year. I don't want to outthink this. This feels like how, remember Brady when he left New England? He lost at home to Tennessee and they couldn't move the ball. Right. And he's like, I got to get out of here. He's going to lose to Dallas, can't move the ball and say, I got to get out of here. I think it's a perfect last dance Brady kind of gets pushed around they can't move the ball he's got a defensive coach 
Let's go to San Francisco or the Raiders with new weapons. Coaching advantage to McCarthy or Bulls. Well, McCarthy's won a Super Bowl. I know nobody likes Mike McCarthy, but at some point he... Okay, for the record, McCarthy's in the playoffs. How's Aaron Rodgers doing? We blame McCarthy for everything. How's Aaron not, doing? Not everything. Aaron's <laughs> lost three straight years at home as a favorite. He Rodgers was a lot better fourth quarter quarterback with Mike McCarthy than he is with Matt LaFleur. If you go look at Aaron Rodgers' fourth quarters in the playoffs last three years, they've been awful. I'm just saying McCarthy, I'm not saying McCarthy's Andy Reid. We love to blame the coach. Sometimes Aaron Rodgers, sometimes the quarterback's at fault too. Certainly. Uh, Final story over to the NBA. Not great news here. Kevin Durant injured Sunday night. Again? And the Nets star, it was a knee injury. Jimmy Butler kind of landed on him. He KD diagnosed with a right MCL sprain. And Woj is now reporting he could miss up to a month. Durant missed six weeks last January. Here's the injury uh, as you see it on the screen. Um, there's some confidence he could be back in four weeks, but the way he went down slowly uh, and just harsh. clutched at it. Ow. And now it's like, oh, we got to ride Kyrie Irving. I don't understand the people Simmons. buying into Brooklyn. They're a good team if they waltz into town and you're not prepared for their offense. But in the playoffs, you can marginalize that whole team. Get physical with KD, attack Kyrie Irving's awful defense, and force Ben Simmons to shoot free throws. They are so attackable. A Milwaukee or a Boston, a smart team, Philadelphia, is this going to go right at Ben Simmons? Foul him, get him to the line. Go right at Kyrie Irving. And again, Kevin Durant now is hurt every year for a, yeah. an extended period. I, I get, There's teams, the old Phoenix Suns with Steve Nash were built for the regular season. But once you could break them down and see that they lack the ability on the interior to make stops, I think that was their big issue. They just didn't have the size. Then they became very beatable. Boston's built for the playoffs. The Warriors are built for the playoffs. High IQ, great defense. Uh, Chemistry is outstanding. Milwaukee, Milwaukee. if Joe Ingles is healthy. Because Ingles and Giannis playing together in Middleton are very good. They're built for the playoffs. But you can beat the Lakers beat Milwaukee in Milwaukee this year. You can beat a Milwaukee if Ingles is out or Middleton's hurt. They become kind of one-dimensional. But they're like, you got to be built for the playoffs. Oak, uh, Brooklyn's not yeah, built for the postseason at all. Brooklyn got that coach bump. You know in the NFL when you fire a coach, the next week the team comes out awesome and they, yeah. they surprise everybody? So the Nets got that when they fired Nash. They come out and win, like I think, 12 in a row. Some yeah. insane number. Water's going to find its level here. I, I, I'm not buying what this Nets team is I think there's three least. teams that can win the championship. Warriors, Celtics, Bucks. The I, Bucks. You have, haven't mentioned the 76ers I a don't lot. trust them. I just don't trust them. I think they have talent. Don't trust them. Milwaukee's got an issue with Middleton now. Middleton and Ingles. If you go look at the analytics on Ingles, Giannis, when they play together, their offensive efficiency is through the roof. But Ingles... Off an injury. Middleton banged yeah. up. So if they're healthy, you can write it down right now. Milwaukee, Boston, Eastern Conference Final. It's a it's a 75% bet. And in the West, Warriors, Lakers in the Conference Finals? No, Lakers aren't sniffing it. Not sniffing. LeBron chirping this week. Oh, you like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Chirps all the time. Lakers, Mavs on my birthday. Big game. Oh, I will be there. Way to go. Uh, J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd there, Lie uh, There's a lot of talk. So the draft order for the top 10. There's a lot of talk that Chicago now has the number one pick. Oh, it will be a conveyor belt of picks. They will manipulate the draft. Not so fast, my friends, as somebody says, Lee Corso. <laughs> not, not so fast, my friends. 
The Cardinals, Lions, Raiders, Eagles don't need a quarterback. Raiders do, but they're going to go get Tom Brady or Garoppolo, according to reports. So four teams don't need a quarterback. The Texans, remember this, the three quarterbacks in this draft, none are A++ prospects. They're not. Next year, there are two can't-miss prospects. Caleb Williams, USC, and Drake May at Carolina. Those are A++. Those are can't-miss guys. Those are A++. They would be the first two players taken in this draft if available. Okay, these quarterbacks are not. So, you know, look at the Colts. The Colts, since Andrew Luck left, have had how many quarterbacks? Are they going to give up massive picks to move up? Really? They're going to roll the dice, give up their future for C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young? I wouldn't. Bryce Young's too small for me. I'm not get, I'd give up five first-round picks for Caleb Williams, four for Drake May. Those guys are different. I'm not giving up more than maybe a pick to move up for Bryce Young. He's small. He's 190 pounds. He's six feet tall. Small quarterbacks are all getting hurt. Um, okay, let's look at the Seahawks. Pete Carroll's history, defense, and run game. So he's got the run game with Kenneth Walker and the tackles. What he needs now is a defense. I could see I could see Pete Carroll saying, yeah, we'll get a quarterback later. We'll go get Max Duggan in the second round. Geno Smith led the NFL in completion percentage, was top five in passer rating. Look in the division, Arizona's on a mess. You don't know what the Rams are doing with McVay. The Niners are good, but they're going to have a quarterback issue in the offseason. What do they do? I could see Pete saying, I got, I got two firsts, two seconds from Denver, a third, two fourths, a fifth, six, seven. I'm going to build the defense, get a quarterback in the second or third round. Then you start looking at uh, uh, the Texans. They're crazy town. Who knows what they're going to do? <laughs> I don't think it's a crazy idea for the Texans to basically build their roster up and then go get Caleb Williams. I don't think it's a bad idea at all. And then Falcons-Panthers. I would say Panthers at nine is the one I can see moving up. They have an impulsive owner. They're a mess at quarterback. But I can see the Texans saying, eh, what do we care? We're bad this year. We're going to be bad one more year. We want one of those two guys next year. Those are can't I can see the Colts saying the same thing. How many, how many quarterbacks have they had? Still paying Matt Ryan. Let's just get through that contract, build our roster, go draft another wide receiver to go along with Pittman and Pierce. I can see him doing that. Carolina is the one team to keep your eye on. Chicago does have leverage, but I'm not necessarily sure it's as great as everybody thinks. Uh, I always lean on when it comes to, especially in the last few years, I have kind of a theory on these quarterbacks now, and it's developed over time, and I've really come to terms with it. About one quarterback, maybe two every decade, is so great he can overcome nonsense. Andrew Luck, Trevor Lawrence. And maybe that will increase with all the seven-on-seven, the generational advantages to quarterbacks. But most of these guys, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, they're as good as their supporting cast. They're not good enough to overcome it. And these three guys, Will Levis, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Bryce Young behind a bad offensive line is not surviving three years. He's just not. These Alabama quarterbacks, they get to the NFL and they don't have great receivers and a great left tackle. They don't have an NFL star at, you know, all the positions – I would argue Mac Jones had far better wide receivers at Alabama than he does at New England, by far, <laughs> all right? So to his first couple years in the league, he had a better offensive line arguably at Alabama than he did at Miami in the first two years. So I think Chicago could get picks through Carolina, maybe Atlanta, but it may be a little harder than everybody thinks with two A++ quarterbacks in next 
year's draft. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 
With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. All right, our final regular season herd hierarchy in 15 minutes from now. Nick Wright next hour. I said with college football, we think the playoff, the 12-team playoff, is going to solve issues. Will it exacerbate them? Will it show the gap between these recruiting powers, Ohio State, Georgia, LSU with Brian Kelly, Bama, and the Cinderella story that we love but is eventually exposed, especially when you have to play back-to-back-to-back-to-back great teams. You can occasionally pull a Boise State over in Oklahoma, a TCU over Michigan, but in the playoff, you'd have to do after TCU beat Michigan. It'd be Bama. It'd be LSU. It'd be like in Oklahoma. It would be. So I'm not sure the playoff proves anything other than the powerhouses that dominate recruiting are going to continue to hammer in the biggest games, the underdog Cinderella stories. Joel Klatt joins us live. He was at the game. I don't know. I I don't think I think the playoffs going to be a blast, but I don't think it's going to solve anything. It's just going to validate stuff in my opinion. Am I wrong? Um yes. Um and and the reason is is because the reason we have this gap and it's larger than it's ever been before, maybe in the history of college football, is because of the exclusionary nature of the four-team playoff. And so it, it may not be fixed right away, Colin. You know, we might not be talking about how, oh, it's it's totally fixed in the first and second and even third year of the new playoff system. But the fact is, is that if you look at the history of recruiting and if you look at the history of football, we've seen a separation of the top six, seven programs, really, uh, uh, maybe eight, if you really wanted to, to dial it up. Um, the separation of those programs because of recruiting in the playoff era in the last nine years. And that's because those were really the only teams that could make a, a valid argument that they had access to the national championship. Therefore, all the recruits went there. And, and you see that the data bears that out, and to, in, in particular with the five-star recruits over the last basically decade in college football. And so part of that fix is, is creating an avenue where other programs can also define themselves as successful and give validity to the claim that you can go and compete for a national championship at, the, at those schools. Now, do I think an expanded playoff is going to change who we get as champion? Probably not, in particular in the near term. But expanding the access to the playoff will allow more programs to have validity in recruiting when they're saying you can come here and really compete for a national championship. We've seen teams turn it around quickly because of the transfer portal. All of those things will eventually lead to more parity. Now, will we, again, like I said, change the champion? Maybe, maybe not. But I think that the gap is, in some ways, a direct result of this system that we've been in now for nine years. I think Georgia, just my eyes tell me, Georgia's got more good players than Alabama. 
Uh, they've passed them. I think next yeah. year they should be favored. Alabama next year has all sorts of questions, notably at quarterback. I think George is the big dog. I think it goes in spurts. You know, it it was it we we see this. I think Brian Kelly maybe by next year they're going to be a top five program. But I think Georgia has passed Bama. I think the run it always ends. I think they'll be good. But Georgia feels more talented to me. Your thoughts? Well, I I well I don't I don't want to get on here and say that Alabama's run has ended. They are still in the in the midst of a historic run, which we'll probably never see again. I think you would even admit that, right, of, of what we've seen right. from Alabama uh, over the last 10 and 12 years. Now, if you, if you carve that down into the micro and you say over the last 18, 19 months, who's running college football? It's Georgia. So in the micro, yes, Georgia is the top dog. They are the king of college football right now. And even going into next season, yeah. I don't think that there is there none of us will be able to say like, well, Alabama should be favored over Georgia, no way. Georgia no, in yeah. the preseason. No way. Georgia yeah. has earned that. Yeah. They they run the sport currently. That doesn't diminish what Alabama is doing, you know, over the last 10 years in the Saban era. But there's no other way to slice this with back-to-back national championships, back-to-back you know dominant seasons. This one undefeated last year, beating Alabama in the national championship game. Yeah. This team, this program, Kirby Smart runs college football right now. Yeah. And and there's no other way to slice it. You cannot make an argument, even if you're Ohio State and you feel like you should have won that game. Even if you're Alabama and you're in the middle of a historic run, Georgia currently runs the sport. I, I will say this for Ohio State. I I if you ask me today. Uh, I think three teams can go toe-to-toe with each other. Um, I think Bama, Georgia, mm-hmm. Ohio State can. Michigan had a great identity and a great Saturday in Columbus. Um, I do think there's limitations at quarterback when you compare Stetson Bennett, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, J.J. McCarthy's not there. And I know Michigan beat Ohio State, but when I watched Ohio State play Georgia, I'm like, Well, they got NFL offensive linemen. They kept George off their quarterback. They can beat anybody. I do think next year, I look at all these teams, if Harbaugh bolts, I think next year, Georgia's one, Ohio State's two, and and Alabama's three. Is that crazy? Uh, No, I don't think it's crazy. I do think that you have to include Michigan. Because remember, even even with the loss in the semifinal, they they do have the second-best record in college football over those last 18 months that I was just talking about Georgia running the sport. And they're going to be pretty loaded. They did a great job in the transfer portal at the line of scrimmage. They've got young talent that was probably their best talent on their team. Blake Corum is coming back. Um, I actually believe Jim Har- I think Jim Harbaugh is going to be back at Michigan, personally. Okay. Uh, I think that that's above a, pro- a 50% proposition. I think that he will be the Michigan coach next season. So having said that, I do think that they're going to start in that mix Okay. Now, whether they can, you know, pull off another Ohio State win, get back to the playoff remains to be seen. Your point about those three remains, and I believe it's true. Yeah. I, I think that for the majority of the season, up until that Saturday in Columbus, all of us would say like the three best and most talented teams were Georgia, Ohio State, and Alabama. Right. Even with yeah. Alabama's losses and the yeah. fact that they didn't play yeah. to their standards during the course of the year. And we saw that in the Ohio State-Georgia game. Um, I, I, I will tell you this. Next year will feel similar. Yeah. However, however, let's not minimize the impact of what the transfer portal is meaning in college football. It's the reason TCU was in this position. It's the reason that USC was able to turn it around, that yeah. Washington was able to turn it around. 
watch out for a team like here's a here's a Cinderella for next year. And it's my, maybe not a Cinderella because they just won 10 games. Oregon State might be really good next year. No, I don't so know. I think we're going to continue Boy. to see now hmm. with the transfer portal, Colin, we're going to see teams jump up. But your point is accurate. The top will remain. Those four schools are going to have the best teams next year. Yeah, I'm kind of getting over the Cinderella story. I've been a nice guy for too long. I'm going favorites <laughs> from this point forward. No more Cinderella stories. I'm not going to be a softie. Well, then you can't love USC because <laughs> you can't love USC because that's a Cinderella. You can't not play defense no, and, and consider yourself no. a top dog. USC is just beautiful. They're not a Cinderella. There's a difference there. They're just a beautiful program. All right, Joel Clark. You know, they're yeah, beautiful. Yeah and terrible on defense. <laughs> Joel Clad, he was at the game last night. Good seeing you, buddy. You too, bud. Have a good one. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, I, I work at a company... I grew up with the Pac-12, and I work at a company that's got the Big Ten. But I can acknowledge SEC is, is uh, outside of Ohio State and Michigan, way better. And now you got Oklahoma, Texas coming in in two years. Holy moly. For his Cinderella, I think Clat was in the right church, the wrong pew. I don't think Oregon State's this team. I think the team to watch is the Washington Huskies. Now, do they qualify as a Cinderella? They have made the playoff well, once. They got destroyed. No, well, they didn't get destroyed. Chris Peterson, Alabama couldn't move the Wasn't ball. Was it twenty-eight on. to well, three or well, that's not destroyed. <laughs> they were outmanned. Alabama calls off the dogs, unlike Kirby Smart, who's throwing passes in the third no, quarter. Kirby Smart 50. was sending a message to college football, and Nick Saban, who was in the stadium. Yeah, by the way. Hey, Saban Nick. did not look happy at that. He was sitting there on the on the well, set. Well, Saban and, never looks happy even when he's winning. But the point being is he was sending a message to Saban. Hey, Nick, we've separated from you. We were aggressive. I mean, Georgia plays so hard. They're up 40, and they're playing like it's a tie game in overtime. I mean, they really play hard. All right, Herd Hierarchy and Nick Wright. We are packed today. No more underdogs. Done with them. It's the Herd. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovis.com. Stores are great. But it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 